keeping a home, opening a successful business. People, are you ready? Meet your personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee. Get ready for Leave on the Loose. Who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. You're a player. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. On this pre-election episode of the Liebcast, we're going to discuss empathy and the need for everyone, regardless of your political affiliation, regardless of your belief about science, regardless of your belief of who's right or wrong, to respect someone else's perspective and build with building blocks a better tomorrow where we can cohabitate, grow, and prosper as the United States of America. This segment has been brought to you by the Bryn Elliott team of Douglas Elliman Real Estate. Happy Sunday before the election. We had the show planned out for you today, and I was going to tell you congratulations to Justice Amy Comey Barrett, and I wanted to go over the politics. No, I didn't. I wanted to go over actual understanding about what originalist thought means for a justice. I wanted to tell you, instead of going into the politics of whether Amy should have been a justice of the Supreme Court, I wanted to tell you what it means to have an originalist, and what different judicial philosophies mean. And I was getting all prepared for the show, and Lauren's sister's birthday is coming up, so she was going to the post office to go mail her something. And we're um, I'm writing this whole thing up, and Lauren goes to the post office, and you got to hear this experience. Tell me what happened at the post office. <laughs> okay, so I go to the post office. Should I say which one? Or yeah, it was okay. the Smithtown yeah, Post Office. Smithtown Post Office, right by my office. And just to be clear, we're saying the United States Post Office. We're not saying like UPS or FedEx or like a private company, like the governmental post office where we should all be able to go and do and be ourselves. That's where Lauren went. Okay, so I went in, I had a package, and I walk in and nobody in the post office was wearing a mask. I mean, they technically all had masks below their mouth, but that's not a mask. So I politely said, hey, can you just put your mask above your nose? So in your own desire to not have any disease, and we have elderly people in our family, and I don't know if you remember, but Lauren actually had a family member my have negative impact, like terrible, 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 terrible stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to say it. My father passed away in April and he didn't pass away of COVID, but he passed away because he couldn't get medical care because we were, it was the peak of the pandemic and the hospitals were shut down. I tried to get nurses to come to his house and it was just a tragic and terrible situation and he died. And since then, I don't want the hospitals being overflowed. I don't want medical care having any sort of issue, supplies, people getting it, spreading it. It's not even COVID. It's you can break your arm and have to go to the hospital. To me, it's so personal. To me, you I don't want to have to go to the hospital for another reason and not be able to get treated because there's too many COVID patients there. And that's a fact. And setting the scene, she goes into the U.S. post office. I wasn't there. This is just what I heard from her. And she walks in and all the postal workers are wearing masks 
below their nose. And I, I have to tell you, just as a person with common sense, why wear a mask at all? Like if you have two extremities that have air come out, one being your mouth and one being your nose, like, is it that they don't want to wear lipstick that day? Like, I don't understand. Maybe you understand. If you understand, maybe you should come call me up and tell me, go on or listen to Lieb on social media at listen to Lieb and let me know because I don't understand the whole mask just on the face. I go into the grocery store. I was at Uncle Giuseppe's the other day. And people had their masks under their nose. And I, if you want to make a protest, like you're bold and you're big and the man isn't going to tell you what to do and you're going to do what you want, liberty, and you do whatever you want, why wear the mask at all? Aren't you conforming if you're wearing the mask? Aren't you still in a cage if you're wearing the mask? Like if you're going to be so tough, don't wear a mask at all. Wearing the mask under the nose is just silly talk. You're just a fool. Like I pity the fool. I'm watching you and I'm looking. I'm like, you're a joke. Like what is it that you have the mask and if someone's scary to you, you'll put it over your nose. But if you have Lauren and you're not intimidated, you'll keep it down. So listen to what happened. She walks in and she says so to them. I just I politely said, could you please put your mask above your nose? I that's all I said. Could you please put your mask above your nose? And the woman looks at me and goes, No. And I'm like, well, I need to mail something and I'm just trying to protect myself. And just to be clear, you didn't like make a scene. You didn't call for the manager. You're not asking her to change her politics, her beliefs, her systems. You asked as a matter of common courtesy. courtesy. She doesn't know that you don't have a major ailment, that you can't be around someone with disease. And so you said to her, would you mind? That's what you said. I said, please. You said, please. Please put your mask above your nose. So you say that to her. And what did she say? She looked at me. She goes, it is my freedom not to. And if you want a service from somebody else, you could you could go to another postal worker. And I look around the room, and none of the postal workers were wearing masks above their nose. How many were there? There was three. There was three total? Yes. And all of them were wearing masks, but Below not- Below their nose. But they all had masks on, just to my, oh, my yes. prior point. <laughs> yes, they all had masks. Were they at least fashionable masks? Like if they're going to wear them no. for no effect? No, they weren't even fashionable. All right, so they're wearing the masks. Because my, my, this is my guess again. If someone big and scary was there, or a government worker was there, or someone, a policeman was there, someone that could give them a ticket was there, someone who could ruin, or their manager was there, I got to tell you, I'm 100% positive that person would put their mask over their nose. Why do I know that? Because if they were so tough and so big and bold, and they don't believe in masks, and masks are the devil, they're masking you up, they're holding you down. If that's who they are, why are they wearing masks at all? To put it on your mouth is to hedge. Isn't that what's really going on? Aren't you hedging and saying, I'm so tough when I can be bullying, but when I'm the victim, I'm scared and I'll still put it over my face. So anyway, these people said, she's the person, what I'm hearing say, Lauren, is that the person you went to said, go work with another post person if, if someone else will do it. And you looked around and no one else was doing it. So what happened so next? I go, well, how am I supposed to do that if nobody's wearing a mask? She goes, well, how about your people go down the block by Menino's? There's a UPS store. They'll service your people better. Your people. I'm a people. I got peoples. I'm well, a mask person. One second. We just have to stop <laughs> this right now. I couldn't go into Justice Amy Comey Barrett. I couldn't talk about 1031 exchanges. I couldn't talk about new brokerage regulations. I couldn't talk about discrimination statutes going on, changing discrimination law in New York State with what's called de novo review. I couldn't talk about Redfin getting sued. I couldn't talk about anything of substance today. Why? Because Lauren is now a your people. I just want you to understand because she wants someone to have empathy. I hope you just heard that silence. That was meant for you to think about the word empathy.
Why is it all a me, 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 me society? Like, let's assume, for argument's sake, you're not afraid of COVID. Let's assume, for argument's sake, you think masks are stupid. Let's assume, for argument's sake, that you think the government's trying to control you. Let's assume, for argument's sake, you're right about all of those things. If someone else is scared, let's assume they're wrongfully scared. Let's assume that no COVID is going to affect anyone and COVID is a myth that is perpetrated by the Democrats to change the election. Let's just assume that. And let's assume you're right about that. If someone's scared and they believe that myth, does it hurt you whatsoever to try and make that person feel more comfortable? If they, I want to know, if that postal worker put their mask over their nose, would have there been sirens that went off? Would have they lost their card-carrying membership to some sort of government conspiracy club? Would have something terrible happened to them? Would have they been fired by the post office? What would have happened to them? And all they had to do, nicely, it would have taken a millisecond, put the mask over their nose. And I'm not suggesting, just so we're clear. Which side of this conversation you should be on? I was reading a thing the other day that said fact-checking. Fact-checking is censorship. And as I've told you, I'm a litigator. I can make any argument about anything at any time. That's what I do. I, I, I understand that you can make arguments about anything. So let's assume that all of postal worker Smithtown's beliefs are correct. Whatever happened to the concept of ep- empathy. Where were you raised? What is your mother thinking about you? Like, let's assume Lauren's wrong about everything. And all you did, she's wrong. She's not going to get any COVID. It doesn't spread person to person. It's all a government myth. Let's just go with her psychology uh, for one second. A government myth, apparently. We don't need to okay. go there, though, Lauren. Let's just assume on... So when you make an argument, one of the best things you can ever do is assume everything the other side says is right. Everything they believe is right. And then you see if there's a logical flaw, even if everything they say is right. So let's assume that everything that someone who would believe that you should wear a mask under your nose, by the way, chicken, 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 just don't wear a mask, you wimp. Um, Everything that they think is right. Whatever happened to empathy, and if you don't know what that means, just caring about other people, thinking about other people. If Lauren clearly is anxious enough and worried enough and to say something, you know, it's it's awkward to say something, especially when you're a patron, you're a customer. You don't want to say something to the person in uniform where all their uniform buddies are standing next to them. Like, it's intimidating when there's three postal workers sitting there and she's just a lonely gal going in and trying to do her thing. But she said something. What would have it hurt? I want to understand. That's the part I don't get about this world today. What would have it hurt to just say to yourself, hey, this person's worried. I'm going to be able to make them feel less worried. Let me try and help them. But instead, the climate we live in right now, Lauren, is one where we say, no, your people aren't welcome here. Your people aren't. Your people. Are we really live? My people are the people that live in Smithtown. My people are the people that live in Suffolk County. My people are the people that live in New York State. My people are the people that live in the United States. My people are the people that live on Earth. That's my people. I just want you to understand who my people are. I don't understand what's going on with these rallies uh, and 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 what's going on with with uh, memes on Facebook and people fighting back and forth. And I want you to know, just as an aside, before I go even there, 
it's illegal what you did, U.S. Post Office guy. And I don't know if you know, but if you were to go online, if you were to go online, and all you got to do is not like rocket science. All you got to do is go online, and it's at mylicense.cust, C-U-S-T, help, one word, custhelp.com forward slash APP forward slash ask. You could just Google it. It's New York State COVID-19 New York on pause enforcement task force violation complaint form. You know, it's very easy for someone to go online and make a complaint about you and make your life miserable too. You see, if we're not going to have empathy towards others, we're just going to increase a polarized society. So what the UPS worker chose to do today, maybe they don't even realize what happened. I just want everyone to understand is they chose to take a situation which we could have had relatability. A United States Postal Service worker. We could have had, oh yes, I'm sorry. What we could have had is unity. We could have had a bridge. We could have had people that they don't know. Lauren could be, just so we're all clear, the biggest anti-masker in the world as far as government mandates, but she could have had a sickness or someone in her life that has a sickness that she has to be careful about. But you know what they chose to do? They chose to spiral this up more. And they poked her and said, you're people. And then Lauren said, I know my people, my people's New York state government who can go shut you down and give you a ticket. So I'm going to go tell my people. So at the end of the day, why are we spiraling in these directions? I guess the conversation I really want to get into is everyone's on such edge. Everyone's in such edge. I tell you, the Leapcast is about how current events impact your business and real estate. I've noticed in my business. Lauren, I've noticed in my life in the last two weeks, everything's coming to a standstill. I'm noticing anxiety, stress. People are just frozen. They can't even act. I can't act. I don't know. And for anyone who knows me, I'm always like miles ahead of trying to like define the future world. And I'm always inspired and and motivated and I'm frozen. Everyone's on edge. Everyone feels so unproductive. And I I was wondering if it was just me. Um, I will tell you our phone and our law firm isn't ringing that much this week. We got a few things, but like I would say we're down 60% week over week, maybe 70% week over week, like as far as what's going on. And when I say down, I don't mean like new business only. I mean like even our clients aren't calling us about their matters. And so I started Googling this, Lauren, because I'm saying to myself, what is going on with this world? Why is everyone so on edge? And I found this article, I think it's from yesterday or today or something on USA Today, maybe two days ago, three days ago, I don't know. Here's what it says. Election 2020, terrified to lose and afraid to hope. Here's the quote, ready? Nearly 70% of US adults say the presidential election is a significant source of stress. According to the American Psychological Association's Stress in America survey this month. That's dramatically increased from 2016, where it was 52% of adults. So what we're hearing is 18% higher stress from 2016 to 2020, both presidential elections. That's how much stress and anxiety is going on right now. So what I'm hearing everyone doing is they're so polarized and they're so stressed and they're so right and they so know their things. And what I find so interesting about this is my job at my law firm. My main job is to be tracking changes in statutes and regulations. That's what I do and cases, and I share it with my office so we can always be on the cutting edge, whether it's federally, New York State, Connecticut, New Jersey, Colorado, the places we practice. And I read, I want to say, 
three to four hours a day on a work day. Reading, like new stuff that's going out. And I find it interesting that I'm not 100% sure of my position on anything. That's why I'm an independent. And I know people that have not read something since junior high school. And they are 100% sure that masks are the government trying to hold you down and to be the devil to be able to stop your people, Lauren, from using the United States Post Office. And so I think the biggest issue we have today is the word empathy. And that's my theme. That's my talking point to all of you. What happened to love thy neighbor? Maybe we should watch Mr. Rogers a little more. Like, I don't understand what's going on these days. And I'm not telling you that a conservative principle of less government, less regulation is wrong. I'm not telling you that a progressive principle of more government, more regulation is wrong. I'm not telling you to be pro-life or pro-choice. I'm not. What I'm telling you is to have some empathy for the person that disagrees with you. Like, what happened to that? Why am I afraid to go into the, Lauren just told us our experience. You're all pro-Second Amendment and guns and all that stuff, and I'm fine with that. But I know some people that are not high-functioning people. And they're on edge, and they got a gun. That scares me. I'm fine with someone having a gun that's not on edge. But do you want someone who's on, like, I'm a little terrified these days to say anything. to, And I'm a litigator. I fight for a living. That's- well, it's so funny because when I told that story to a couple of people about going to the post office, they're like, well, why didn't you say that New York mandates this? And, you know, you could have said all these things. And I look, I, I just thought about it. And I'm like, I, I just want peace. I don't want to have a fight. I don't want to have an argument. I think we need some more John Lennon and imagine. I want to imagine. <laughs> I want to imagine a world where everyone gets along again. And again, we don't need to agree on policies. Like, again, I don't agree with Democrats on a lot of stuff, and I don't agree with Republicans on a lot of stuff. And I'm informed. I'm like really, really, really informed. But at the same time, you will vote for one of the candidates because if you don't vote for one of the candidates, then neither of them will have that. Not I will vote. I already voted. I voted when the mail-in stuff started and you might be saying to yourself, but the mail-in, but the mail-in. I like the United States Post Office, just not this place that we just went to. But the thing is, I voted, and by the way, I don't know if anyone saw this, and it's worth pointing out, um, the former Attorney General of the United States warned everyone that you should not be doing mail-in ballots anymore if you haven't done it yet, because you won't get it done in time. Meaning that when I did mail-in ballots, it was like when we had Perry Grossman on and we were talking about he was our ACLU. Was well over a month ago. Yeah, uh, mailing rights. He was a voting rights attorney and I did it right away. If you haven't done it yet, and these lines are outrageous, like to be able to do this. We were driving by some of these lines and people are like having a um, a tailgate by the, the line. For- <laughs> Everybody's saying that. Brentwood has the best line. That's what uh, that's what Long Islanders are saying. Drive to Brentwood. We have we have a new message for everyone. Go to Brentwood or Brentwood, California. Like that, that's a good that's a good place. Like I, I think that sounds even even better. So here's the thing, though, people. I want you to think to yourself. I want you to say to yourself, Do I want more friction in my life? Do I need to battle? Oftentimes, forgetting the election for a second, being right doesn't make you win. Let me repeat that sentence again. Being right 
doesn't make you win. Everyone's so concerned about being right. Like my position's right because they listen to Fox News or my position's right because they listen to MSNBC or their position's right because they listen to Rush Limbaugh or their position's right because they listen to Rachel Maddow. Their position's right because someone told them. All you're doing it is parroting. So it's amazing how I read these people that go, don't be controlled, think for yourself, don't listen to the media. And do you know what's interesting? They all say the same thing. So clearly they're listening to just a different media. So it's <laughs> the not media is telling them not to listen to the media. Well, that's that's what their media is telling them not to listen to the media and everything's a fight. So I have this thought right now. I was just thinking about this. I was reading a great article about someone who went to a Trump rally and it was great about a Trump rally about where I was going. And he was saying that um, what's interesting, he gave a whole thing. It wasn't even about the actual speakers. Ivanka was speaking at the one he went to. And what he said, it wasn't about the, the speakers. It was everyone wearing their uniform, their garb, their, their get up and having a, having a barbecue. And everyone, like, there wasn't barbecue, but it was like hanging out with their people. It felt like a tailgate is what he was saying. And he said, people are so tribal and they need to be on a sports team. And because we're not having football tailgating right now. <gasps> that's it? No, that's that's what he said. He said, because the football teams aren't allowing the tailgating, they're finding a new outlet. Wow. I thought it was really I fascinating. I never thought about that. That solves everything yeah. for me. And so oh, a lot of these flags on cars, like I've been saying to people for a while, I've never, ever thought about putting a flag on my truck. And well, just don't have a truck. Well, ju just to be clear, I've never thought about putting a bumper sticker on it either okay. or a lawn sign. I'm not that type of person. But is this the first election? And let's assume you're a Trump guy or a Biden guy. And Girl. I've seen both or gal. I've not seen flags on vehicles before. Like a flag. I, I just it's it's interesting to me. I've I guess the only time I saw it before is when I went to Indiana University and people were going to the tailgate and they had IU flags. That's kind of what I'm trying to say to you. It feels like we're almost at a tailgate at all times, which is great. No, it really is. It's good to be part of a team. It's good to be with your people. It's good to feel included. And it's good to feel validated. But it's also good not to ostracize others. And if you want to get further in life, if you want to get further in life, you need to be thinking to yourself. I think you have to be thinking to yourself, Lauren. When someone says something, do I take the polar side that I believe in and tell them why they're wrong? Or do I instead try and build a bridge and go to harmony? You see, the biggest issue is that people want instantaneous results. They want snap. They want snap. They want something instantaneously to happen. And they go, they come to me in law and they say, leap, here's my problem. Fix it. And oftentimes problems aren't fixed instantaneously. What happens is you reach a low. Everyone's fighting. The person wearing the mask under the nose feels like they've been affronted by so many people saying people are trying to tie me up and stop my rights. And Lawrence, who's she? This rich white girl comes in and, uh, and say, excuse me, sir, put your mask over my nose. And I know you don't think you sound like that, but in their little mind, you do. And so they're, and you're condescending to the man. That's what they're thinking. I was just trying to be nice. I'm not saying you weren't. I'm saying that's what they're hearing. Yeah. And in empathy, we should both try and hear each other. And we should say to each other, my core guiding principle in life, if what I'm doing isn't hurting anyone else, I'll do whatever I want. But if what I'm doing is hurting someone else psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, physically, I'm going to stop doing it because I love my fellow man, my fellow woman, and I want to have a world where we can spiral up. So the election, the election, our show's airing on Sunday, the election is two days after. I'm going to ask you guys to do something. I'm not going to ask you to do it today, Sunday. I'm not going to ask you to do it Monday. I'm not going to ask you to do a Tuesday. On Wednesday, 
I beg you, start thinking about how you can be nice to other people and hear their perspective and start thinking to yourself, how do we take a smallest step forward to move in a positive direction so we're not fighting anymore and we can bridge the gap and make a better tomorrow? Stay tuned for the next segment. This is The Leapcast. Have you ever dreamed of owning a rental property, flipping a home, opening a successful business? This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. 